Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore, and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host Mark. Mark, and you know, joining me today we got Ray Wayway Rayway. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Took a couple Hello. tries. <laughs> welcome back to the show. I'm excited to have you. I am very happy to be back. Uh, we got some Tal lore to destroy today. I mean, absorb. Yeah absorb sure not yeah destroy the filthy xenos <laughs> uh the story <laughs> we're sharing today was written by uh bucket man so thanks for sharing that it's called let so cowmon up <laughs> cowmon top sure I, I hope you remember how to say it because if you don't repeat it exactly as i did that won't be canically connect correct so oh dang i guess i'll get executed for but the ethereals are my <laughs> horrible, horrible propaganda. How dare you? All right, let's dive into this fucking thing. <laughs> During the latest sphere of expansion, a small lively world with a medieval race later named Karta, after finding their place in the Tau, mostly as scouts, but also as hunters. The Tau that lived on a planet after colonizing it and integrating into the greater good Many Tau fire warriors started taking up hunting as a pastime activity, on t- uh, often taking Karta, ta- Karta and learned from them. After generations of this, fire warriors and Karta hunting packs eventually bled into the training practices, so much so that the ethereals of the planet asked to be seen as different sept than their Valor in which they originated. This act was approved and was named after the planet. The Black Mountain Hunters are known for mixing the tactics of the Kartar quick, hev- hard-hitting ambush attack tactics and the Tau way of using heavy artillery to hammer down on the enemy forces while pushing them back. Training Practices Part of the training of the Kao Mont uh, Fire Warriors has all the standard parts from physical training, drills, and fire practice, but the Black Mountain Hunter team Go on hunting, go on a hunting trip with their fire warrior leader in order to graduate and be officially ready for combat. However, this step can be skipped if a commander, ethereal, or fireblade said it wasn't needed. 
This final step is more of a ritualistic test, forcing the team, often comprising of five fire warriors, to work in work together in order to bring back a good meal to celebrate the completion of their training. Kaumon-upped commanders often go on solo hunts in order to prove themselves. Sometimes it's one step in becoming a fireblade, making a Kaumon-up to have some of the toughest requirements to becoming a fireblade needing them to first raise rise in the ranks then go on a <clears throat> then go on a private hunt needing them to come back with an impressive bounty like a sulfur worm or swamp drake all while surviving 15 days with only their pulse rifle survival game and a day's worth of water hmm. units and their uses Calmontup are trained to survive hunt and move and fight above all else Fire warriors rush into position to make kill zones, then push in once the enemy is retreating or weakened. Broadsides often are used to destroy vehicles with providing covering fire being a secondary purpose. Crisis suits mixes the use of fire warriors and broadside, uh, providing ground fire and keeping the front line strong. Storm surges are used to kill large group of infantry and any vehicle or aircraft in the area. Riptides are the front line, often covering all ground as needed, but often are found pushing the front line forward. The armor and its colors. Color on their armor and cloth hold meaning in the Black Mountain Hunters. Black and red are the symbols of the Sep as a whole, with red being fire and power of the Sep. Black is a symbol of the re resistance due to the burn marks of burn marks that fire levels due to burn marks that fire levels. Um, this is written very, very clunky, um, but, a little bit, but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it might not be his first language, so try not to hassle him, but just know I'm not this dumb this time, this, this <laughs> time. <laughs> White is often the symbol of power or symbol of intelligence. Ethereals, pathfinders, and high-ranking commanders wear either white stripes on their arm or command battle suit. Pathfinders often have half the helmet white or the whole helmet because of their role on the battlefield and for the ethereals were the most white because they represent both intelligence and power. Silver is often used on the crisis suit, storm surge, and even riptide pilots often gold being used instead if they were well respected. Just a random tradition of the sept that isn't officially written down anywhere, but it's just a tradition. <laughs> okay, cool. Qatar hunters would start working with the Tau fire warriors, and slowly this kind of hunting was brought to the forefront of the training, so much so that fire warriors would often trade with Earthcast members luxury pelts for works for work and items like luxury seats for their battle suits. Personal <laughs> use items, yeah. <laughs> Personal use items like comforters for their beds or assistance in customizing their battle suits, armor, or weapons, helping adding add small trophies to the to their battle suits out of plate or at least help display them in their private quarters. After this massive culture shift, the fire cast and the earth cast of the ethereals on Kalmon decided that they should, shouldn't be considered part of the Valora step since they culturally and tactics wise, they had so drastic, they had so drastically changed and the Valora step was more than willing to give the Kalmont up their independence. Mm. Pretty cool. Uh, let's talk about this before we finish off that last little bit. Uh, there's quite a lot of cool little things like uh, 
I really like how the Qatar has influenced them so much and they've actually adopt adopted like these hunting practices and yeah, I actually really enjoy a lot of what's written here. <laughs> I think it's really I actually enjoy it. Um what was I gonna say? I like the uh what's it called that it's just a random tradition for the concept of like gold and silver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I might as well it... do it. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> That's how my dad my dad did it. <laughs> All right. My turn? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> From then on. Kaumund up often shortened to Kaumon was officially reorganized. They sprouted their wings in expanding outwards and were meant with the first real challenge, folding in the Imperium control planet. This planet was named after its first governor, Teresa Solum. Naming the planet after the family of Solum and the largest city was named Teresa after the Imperium refound it. The planet was mostly grassland and forest. The city, Teresa, was built like a mini hive city with three above ground and two underground levels. Outside it, there were highways used for transferring in and out food for Teresa from various other much smaller cities and towns all over the planet, both on the surface and underground. <clears throat> Phase one of folding in Solum was sending in water cast members, but Kamun Upt also sent in a small group of Guavesa spies to both gather information on the group, oh wait, <laughs> information on the advantage, on, ah, sorry, <clears throat> to both gather information on the advantage, advantage civilians through thoughts on the greater good and spread the word of it. Often with an inquisitor would put would put it pro Zeno's propaganda, and this convinced the Sept that the planet was worth taking as many c citizens felt that the Imperium had abandoned them, especially after the Imperium support ships had stopped coming. Yet, leadership was loyal, leading to Phase 2. Spark further distrust. The Guavesa stated, started to spread the greater good in the lower levels of the city of Teresa. The human helpers also stayed, started to form organized groups in various parts of Teresa, all in support of the Tau effort. In an un it is unsure if the riots against the Guardsmen and Imperium leadership was part of the plan, but it certainly helped in taking hints. Jeez. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Phase three was the actual invasion, but started with small inter intersection te kill teams taking out communication and even the odd anti-greater good, anti-good, anti-Tau <laughs> officials. Afterwards, the small team focused on leading, on learning of the planet's defenses and how to disable them, making the landing of Tau forces much easier. All this led to the Imperial Guard of the planet. All this led to the Imperial Guard on the planet were weakened. During this battle, Selsu teams infiltrated their tunnels and bases on the main force, moved in to fight. Further units were sent to attack the Guardsmen from behind as the Storm Surge, Broadside teams, and Strike teams were bait to draw out the forces. Then, as the main bulk of Guardsmen were in position, the Stealth and Breacher teams were sent, were sent behind them to lead, the lead to the deaths of most of the Guardsmen. <clears throat> the battle for Teresa was easily won with only 400 dead Tau out of the 5,000 sent to the battle. The other cities and towns either fell quickly or joined in willingly. 
Teresa's surrender meant that the ethereals from Tau, the planet, trusted Kalman's up with missions requiring complex planning and precise execution. Hmm. Cue from Inquisitor Rahel of the orders of the Ordo Xenos. While this section of the galaxy is often overlooked by the Imperium, leading to a few infrequent reports on this section, chaos has yet to latch onto worlds in this has <clears throat> sorry. Chaos has yet to latch onto a world in the only remotely positive, is the only remotely positive that I can say in honesty about here. The warp does occasionally start to swell and burst into violent storms, which only furthered existing problems. But besides that, this section was peaceful, making my men unprepared overall. I was planning on moving on to a different section to investigate another far-off supply another another far-off section of the Imperium. It was peaceful. Our time and supplies were wasted here. Then we received word that Solom had fallen to Xenos. I saw my fleet set to take back the planet, only to see my admittedly small fleet halted by both traitors and the Tau ships from the planet. My fury interceptors were torn apart by traitors as my destroyers were ripped apart by the Tau battleships. I hope you understand that I was ill-prepared to fight such a force with what little you had given me. I request further aid in pushing back against the Xenos threat. This message was sent after Rael's small fleet was severely crippled in his first of many run-ins with the Tau steps, now identified in the Imperial Records as Camelot Up, or translated to the Black Mountain Hunters. Cued from High Inquisitor Parel of the Order of Xenos. <clears throat> I have seen your lackluster performance and see that you were in fact ill-prepared. However, the order of support you requested is overstepping your bounds. I and many others of this council will send you support, but only ha one half the order of guard, only two teams of Black Templars, and one quarter of destroyers you sent. We see no need to further support as of yet. However, if even this is not enough, then I will step in to provide aid to the Imperium Sector. And, as a side note, for me personally, I do hope you understand that your failure at Solom was almost Im impressive. <laughs> as, mo as much so, I'm questioning your tactical knowledge, and if incompetence is put you on display again, I will not hesitate to have you removed. May the Emperor guide you. God Emperor. Both messages were sent and received within two months of each other, and support was sent was sent marking Quizzerael and his fleet the first real challenge of the hunting center except, and was met with near excitement as they moved. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. <clears throat> Important characters of who knows. Commander Vorum is noteworthy as him and his hunter cadre were trapped on the Imperium-controlled world, Imperium-controlled planet after their manta was shot down, which was being assaulted by a war boss of the Bad Moons. Commander Vorum was granted Ogner gauntlets by the Ethereal in direct command of the whole sept. One of them was torn off by the war boss of the tribe being formed on, on this planet. In response... Vorum blew off the orc's power claw, entombed arm, and took the power claw both as a trophy and to replace his missing gauntlet. Cool. Afterwards, for whatever strange reason, it seemed to perform much better than his previous gauntlet, and thus has only made the power claw more efficient with his commander battle suit by simply making his suit more attuned to the weight of the power claw. Him and most of his cadre escaped, though, uh, through a very risky assault performed by the aircast, Overlooked by the fi- Fireblade Nightwalker, nickname given after this trial. Okay, cool. Uh, it was mm-hmm. cool watching him switch up the the format of how he was writing it too. Um, yes, into a little bit of a narrative there. Yeah, I like the you know little explanation followed by a story afterwards. I think that that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All in all, it was pretty cool. I I'm not even sure what to take away from it there's a lot of little things here and there scattered throughout all of it yes i did like the inquisitors having a little back and forth that was pretty funny yeah 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 Justin, you're fucking incompetent <laughs> let's try this again <laughs> uh yeah he is the commander with this uh orc battle suit claw that was pretty cool uh yes he must have a model, a model for that guy yeah he has yeah. to um, yeah that's kind of cool though I don't know much about Tau battle suits, but I'm assuming a claw, like, even if it doesn't, like, work, like, orc technology doesn't work, or I'm assuming it would look pretty, like, it should work. <laughs> it would look pretty fun, for sure. <laughs> yeah, throw some duct tape on that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the coolest part was, yeah, just, like, watching how how this guy envisions the Tau incorporating with Zeno, other Xenos. Like, I, it, yeah, yeah, I like, actually love that very open i feel like it it's this missed opportunity with the towel that gw does like the towel use them more as like slaves almost now like you just they get no respect they get no real love yeah yeah no i'm I'm agreeing with that too i think that the other races should definitely have like a bigger part besides like humans being like what are humans guavesa humans are guavesa yeah but they're just like they're not any different from regular towel so that you could easily say your fire warriors are humans, but that's like, in my opinion, that's not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah, you gotta I was at least cut curious, off those. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was going to say something I'm curious about, though, is the 
Carta. Uh, um, he said it's a medieval race. I'm actually not seeing anything more in here about them. Like, are they Xenos or did he specify what they are? Yeah, I don't know if he did. Oh, he must have. Maybe I just assumed that they were Xenos. Yeah. Medieval because, race. Like, yeah. Because, like, for me, I'm assuming they're Xenos. I would actually love to, like, I don't know if he does, like, a follow-up or, like, at a later point if he actually yeah. does, like, more in-depth on the car top. Because, like, anytime I hear, like, even just, like, another Xenos race, I would love to, like, know what makes them so good at, like, hunting. Because, like, in my mind, I'm imagining them as, like, like Wookiees from Star Wars. Like, <laughs> like, that's just me. Sure. I, that's, that's just me, though. Yeah, but you're right. Like, there is this key missing here. Like, we know the effect that they have, but we don't know, like, anything about them, really, besides that they yeah. like hunting. We don't even know what they are. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's something definitely interesting that you could put in there for sure, however they come about their hunting. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, something else I love is I love reading people's lore where they say, like, like this is more just a personal preference for me, but hearing, like, five fire warriors, like, or when they, like, you know, they do like the the, the teams that you would find mm. in the game and just kind of yeah, yeah. I just I just find that enjoyable personally. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a little more relatable than hearing just like and then the chapter wiped out ten thousand. <laughs> you know, it's just like whoa. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of chapters, these guys are getting Black Templars. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's not nice for the Templars, but it's nice for them. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, again. Yeah. It's not orcs. I don't want to fight them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like this. Good lore. Um, definitely could maybe, like, my only serious critique is just clean it up. Like, there's red and blue lines on Google Docs. You can right-click them, and it'll edit the doc for you. Um, yeah, I'm assuming this isn't his first language. That's what yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. But pro tip, you know, right-click, and then at least they'll autocorrect. But, but all, all <laughs> in all, like, yeah, you, you try not to be too hard on the writing style, like, I'm yeah. sure. But it, the concepts are there, and it's it's some cool ideas. I really like how you impacted the, the Tao with this. So. I super agree. I'm, like, I, I, like, for me, I don't even care if it's, like, badly written or, like, poorly, like, like edited. Yeah. As long as I get the idea and understand what you're trying to say, like, like, yeah. I understand these Tao. I understand what you're, what this guy's writing. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and maybe my complaint wouldn't even be as much of a complaint as if I was just reading it in my head. Yeah, you know, then then the then the editing, all that kind of just would just get kind of slid away with the rest of the nonsense in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh cool. Well, I I have nothing else to share about this one. Do you have any other thoughts? Um, I actually want a continuation of the story. I would actually okay. love. Um, I would love to hear more about either the Tau or just the Inquisitor. I want to know if this Inquisitor gets executed for being <laughs> incompetent. <laughs> Interesting. So a little side story we need out of this guy. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. Like like fucking the followers of the commander being a badass and like do like little like post-grid scene of the Inquisitor being like, I'll get you next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> then the Tau has a goofy orc power claw. Like, yeah, there's definitely some type of... It's very 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, if you guys like the show, uh, don't forget you can send in your stories or you could be on the show. You can reach out to me on Discord. It's probably the best way. But if you're sending in lore, send it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, also, you can support the show. One dollar goes a long way. Uh, you know, this is time and effort, and I want to be rewarded. No, it's all good. Uh, I yeah. want to be internet famous. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll see you all in the next episode. Lord, have a listen to Lord. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.